Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Like KSI, objectively, is one of the biggest names around. And his influence stretched far and wide in every aspect. Everybody knows who he is. Little kids, fucking their dads. Ahoy there, and welcome to this, the greatest podcast of all time. A show where anything and everything can happen. If by anything and everything you mean listening to three mates bicker about absolute fucking twaddle. This week, as always, I'm joined by two of my closest acquaintances, Vinny and Michael. Uh, And just before we hear all about their interesting lives, just remember that if you like this show, which statistically some of you must because you keep going back, why not think about giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, or at least a review, preferably a five-star review, and we'll read it out on the show. Or give us a cheeky follow on Instagram. Or, if you're fucking minted, give us a five on Patreon, which we use to pay for stuff like Canva, so Michael can make the social posts, Hindenburg, so we can edit the episodes, and even Premiere Pro, so Vinny can do the videos. Also, if you're minted, well, yeah, if you're absolutely more, minted, more, maybe um, at least a hundred. Like, at least. Yeah, but <laughs> minimum hundo, mate. Uh, yeah. Cracker okay. hundy. Hundo um, K. Yeah, but, yeah. Now, that's done. Uh, how have you been? It's been a while, both of you. We we took a week mm. off last week of recording because Vinny was a bit poorly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Still a little bit poorly, so yep. mind the coughing. That's right. And the blow my nose, but um, I'm much better, much better. Thank you, mate. Nice. Good. Kind of just kind of disappointing that you didn't, you know, croak it. Yeah, same to be honest. I was really, I was really expecting that. Um, but <laughs> what a way to go. <laughs> Looking forward to dying yeah, of a cold. To... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine dying of a cold. Talk- Some ninety-year-olds watching this, like in their deathbed, like dying of a cold, like <laughs> little bastards. <laughs> a little bastard. <laughs> but um, talking about people croaking it. Um, oh yeah. My partner called me a psycho today. She was like, "You're fucking something not right with you." Because I I put the rest of sore on while we were trying to eat our dinner. <laughs> 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 I was like, I got to finish. I was like, I, I haven't been able to finish it for ages. There's only 20 minutes left. I just want, you know, it's a bit when he's going to cut his leg off. Honestly, the end. You know, I want to get to the end. <laughs> you eat and she was like, she was like, what's wrong with you? This is like the most horrible, torturous film ever. You got problems. And I was like, it's not real. It, it's not horrible. It's just whatever in it. He's not actually cutting his leg off. Like, <laughs> no, you are a psychopath. That, that is, is psychopathic behavior. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I, I was watching it the other day. It was like probably like four o'clock in the afternoon. Or so. I was like, Seb, is it weird to be doing this? And he was like, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. You can't be watching Saw in daylight. That's weird. Mm. Yeah, horror like movies it. in daylight's a bit strange, I think. What What made it really weird was that you were wanking. That is what made it weird. I wasn't wanking. I'm trying to watch them from the beginning. Even though I've seen them, even though I've seen the early ones quite a few times, I'm trying to watch them from the beginning because I haven't seen a couple of the newer ones. And the thing is with the Saw movies is they're actually really oh. good. I genuinely really like them because no, it's not just about people cutting their own legs off and shit. It's about it's the, the slaw. mystery of the detectives. It's about the slaw. No, it's the detectives. It's the twists and the turns, and it's this person's the killer, and then it fucking goes back like three movies, and it reveals that like oh the guy who escaped from there, and that turns out he's the killer. Holy shit! Like the the mystery around it is really really well built. The plot is really good, and I was like I'm gonna fucking not remember or get it all wrong if I just go and watch the ones out. Oh, seen. that'd be disastrous. So start all it? over again. Can I imagine watching a yeah, Saw exactly. movie? You don't understand the law as he's hacking his own leg off <laughs> exactly it's because I like the Saw movies for that reason they're good movies in that respect they have a good plot it's not just about people's heads being ripped you sound like, I think the first it's, that's just the you bonus you sound like one of those people who watches pornography for the plot that's exactly what you're describing <laughs> no I definitely don't do that but I do watch Saw for the plot <laughs> you fast forward and through the gruesome bits it's just like 20 minutes fine, of plot I'll admit <laughs> no, I'll admit I do like the gruesome bits as well they are entertaining Mate, but you... I do watch it for the plot you, you put it on like slow mo when it's the gruesome bits. You fucking you take your time with that shit. You little fucking psycho, <laughs> you little bloody bastard. And it, but it's not real. I I can just disconnect. I'm not like oh he's cutting his leg. Oh that must be so painful. I'm just like this is not real. See I, 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 I can't do that, and I almost don't want to because like I don't want to no, like yeah. ruin that. Yeah. Like I watch films and I get me, really yeah. engrossed, and like once I start <clears> going like oh it's not real, it, I completely lose. Like it's like the illusion mm, breaks. I yeah. can't. I have to buy into it. Well, yeah. I'm not like that with every film. Maybe it's just Saw because I've seen Saw. I've seen them a lot, like quite a few times. I so maybe it's just Saw. I used to be like that when I was like, like 16 because I I used to be way too rational for my own good, and I would I'm, I'm, I'm like yeah. how Mork is now. I'd just be like the whole time. I'm just like, well, this is fake. I you know I, that's fake. They're they're actors. You know that's a scene. You know that that's special effects and all that, but. Mm. It's 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 boring. I don't really like watching films like that. I want to get engrossed in it, so I kind of lost that slight yeah. rationalism, and I I I, I like it now because I do get a bit scared from scary films now, which is great. It's you know mm. the intended effect rather than just being like, yeah, I've seen this before, while some guy's fucking yeah. hacking some like child down. Why <laughs> <laughs> child? I don't know. I was thinking something gruesome, edgy. I don't know. <laughs> something really bad. <laughs> some little kid getting hacked to pieces. <laughs> some bloke gets his head split in half, and you're like, Ugh. it's only a bloke though. It's <laughs> Carol Malloy wank. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, enough about Saul. Yeah, well, on that note, uh, I think we should probably crack on. Um, unless anyone's got any interesting anecdotes, I certainly don't. Goat Saw movie one day, what were we saying? Right. Saw one. Swan. Saw one. Top three Saw movies. Saw one's the only good one. Yeah, probably Saw one. Yeah. No, it's not the only good one, but it is probably the best one. There's Swan. It's the only decent film. Swoo, three, and Swore. Saw two's good. I like Saw 30. <laughs> <laughs> when are they going to make? There's only ten, Vinny. When are they going to make Saw Thirty? <laughs> Hopefully, they will. When are they going to? Think s- how deep the law will get at thirty. After ten, they're like because they're definitely going to keep making them because fucking it's Hollywood. Why not? It's just going to be. It's going to go to Saw again. You know what I mean? Like you know, like Rambo Four was Rambo. Yeah. Because like after a while, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like they're getting too. The numbers are getting too big. Mm. Let's just do a soft reboot it's sore again Back and then sore. the next one will be yeah. like sore 12 and make everyone super confused i'll fucking hate that yeah yeah 
Anyway. Um, well, yeah. On that note, I guess. Um, slick transition. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking oh, of grotesque videos, yeah, I'm going to start this week with a question. Mm. What's the difference between an internet sensation and an internet personality? I honestly don't know. But here we are with yet another excuse for Mork and Vinny to dredge up some absolutely rancid shit from the depths of the internet. I don't know what we're about to listen to, but I do know one thing for sure. At some point, I can almost guarantee that Mork or Vinny will give a graphic description of something going up someone's arse. Uh, mine starts mm. with that. <laughs> mine actually has got no anal, unfortunately, this week. What? But in case you hadn't read the title... This week's topic is the greatest internet personality, a relatively new phenomenon, a relatively new phenomenon, uh, obviously since the internet came about, uh, since the internet has existed, there have been internet personalities to some degree, or internet celebrities, some might call them. The point is, which one of you internet personalities, which we, I guess we are, we are personalities on the internet. We would be like, like that. Wh- whatever is below. We'd be like plankton level, um, mm, amoeba level, yeah. Bottom feeders. No way. I'm a fucking shark, mate. <laughs> nah, you're one of them like dopey looking sharks. You're a beautiful shark, mate. What? Don't listen to him. <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> so you're fucking cyberbullying me again. <laughs> anyway, in all sincerity, who would like to tell mm. me about their internet personality me. first? I would. Me, please. Billy, do you want to go first? Um, Fuck off, you do this every week. <laughs> I'd like to go first. Every but week. Mark said him first, so I don't mind. All right. Um, Thanks, Vinny. Craig, Thanks for not being a side. Craig, boy. no, all right. The, um, Craig's not even here. Fuck Craig. And yet he still is above the pecking order than you. Um, look, mate. <laughs> yeah, well. Okay, Mark, just this once, you go first. Mm. You tell us just about your internet personality. Okay. Hello, I'm Mork, and I'm the greatest. <laughs> Here it is. Let's Great. go. Uh, classic. No the switcheroo. So the old switcheroo. No. Um, greatest internet personalities. Well, there are millions to choose from. There's fucking loads, and there are some pretty big characters on the internet, like Chris Chan, for example, uh, PewDiePie, Logan Paul, Jake Paul, Mr. Beast. All very big internet personalities. And there are a couple of things that they all have in common. One of them is YouTube. They all have a big presence on the biggest video platform in the world, which would make sense that all of the biggest personalities on the internet have a big YouTube presence. And the other thing that they all have in common is that although they have fans in the millions, and they also have their faults. Critics and and excuse my language, they have their haters. I hate fucking hate the word haters. But you're but they do such have a hater. Haters. That's what's really interesting. Uh, I'm not a hater. You are such a hater. I'm just full of hate. <laughs> you love okay. to hate. Yeah, I love to hate. But I'm not a hater. Absolute hater. Don't call me a hater. You're a player hater. Um, you're a master hater. <laughs> but they have haters because the internet is a very divisive place. You can't please everybody, right? Hmm. 
But let's just talk about objectivity for a second. Because <laughs> I think it's important. <laughs> You've lost. <laughs> it's important to be objective. Seb, remember, objective. <laughs> just because, just because Jake Paul is a total bellend doesn't mean that objectively he's not an enormous internet personality. Enormous cunt. We're not talking about the greatest internet personalities who are really nice and lovely on tonight's episode. That's not the title. It's just the biggest personalities objectively. If you've chosen so Jake I Paul, want I will you, kill myself. <laughs> I want you to remember that when I reveal my pick. Just remember objectivity. Okay, so can I just... Can I just... I want to just clarify some things. Yeah. So you're going in, you're already prefacing this by saying that I'm going to hate the person you picked. Not necessarily. I'm just saying be objective. Because everybody on the internet... This is what I'm trying to say. Everybody on the internet is a big person. They've all got dirt. All those people that I named, they've all got a little bit of dirt on them. Even Chris Chan, right? And that's what I'm saying. You've got to be objective. When <laughs> even Chris Chan. I'll tell you what. <laughs> this is going to shock you. If you scrape deep enough, you will find some stuff on Chris Chan that is going to freak you out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that's what I'm saying. You've got to be objective when you look at anything on the internet because it's always got its, like, the other side of the coin, right? Hmm. But my pick tonight was incredibly easy to pick. And they are, without a doubt, in my mind, the biggest personality on the internet. And they're a huge global figure in general. And of course, my pick tonight is your boy, KSI, oh, or Legend ABT. Really? <laughs> or how he's known nowadays as just KSI. Are you joking? <laughs> No, I'm not joking. Oh, fuck it. It's hell. obviously KSI Legend ABT. It's not. Now, don't say it's not. I'll <laughs> oh, stop that. <laughs> All right, carry on. Right. I hate to do this. I, I, gen, no, genuinely, I hate to do this. I hate to do this and be a massive hipster, etc. But I have actually been watching KSI and been a fan of his since very early on in KSI's career. And I want to say that I found this channel and I subscribed to his channel when he was a, about 100,000 subscribers, which is a lot. You knew him it was, was quite cool. a lot back then. So not super early, but way before he was like a massive YouTuber. Um, but he did have 100,000 back then was like the, yeah. a million nowadays. I feel like he say. was like the. It was still a quite big. I think he was like still the biggest FIFA YouTuber back then, right? He was like the only one I Potentially, ever knew. Potentially, and yeah. Yeah, potentially, even with that much. But what I'm trying to say is I know I've known about KSI for a long time, not just picked up, but I've been a fan of KSI for a long time. And in the early days, yeah, KSI was a FIFA YouTuber. He would post FIFA gameplay and he really started to gain attention on the internet with his more like comedic videos. So when he kind of moved over from FIFA gameplay to like his face and doing some comedy stuff and making a bit of a laugh out of it. And especially the ones surrounding Heskey. He would always take the piss out of these football players on FIFA and either call them a beast or rubbish and make raps about them. And his exciting editing style and explicit language kind of started to gain him like a huge amount of subscribers and his channel was really starting to explode, hit into the millions. And he would also include his brother Deji, and his parents in his like comedy skit videos, which are like now live. He's moving to like now like a live performance kind of format rather than just doing FIFA stuff. And all this kind of content would start to become a lot more frequent. And he was starting to kind of diversify what he was good at and what he would post. 
And he would also collaborate with his brother, who was a YouTuber as well, a massive YouTuber and a big internet personality. And they would like play games together, play scary games together and all, you know, all kind of this shit. And it was also kind of around this time that he would start to collaborate with a big group of British YouTubers and friends. Some that he knew from school and some that he knew from his local area and some that he knew from online. And a few of the, and you know, these guys are Simon Minter, or Mini Minter as he's known, Ethan Payne, Bazinga, uh, Vicstar123, Harry Lewis, Tobe Jizzle, and Josh Bradley, known as Zerka. And in 2013-14, these guys formed together to create the first and the biggest YouTube supergroup called the Sidemen. The Sidemen name actually comes from the fact that a sideman is someone who kind of like follows somebody else around or is like they're kind of like their bitch or something like you know you guys are like my sideman you like follow me around and like do all the shit i do and like you love my bitches no. and um in the sideman <laughs> not a fan of that <laughs> not a fan of that at all i don't subscribe to that one yeah and uh well many mints have said that this was why they chose the name because basically they just followed KSI and he was like the biggest. So they were kind of piggybacking off his, off his success and his personality and everything. Ooh. They were like his sidemen. So they became the sidemen. Oh, like how like D- D12 would always joke around being like, yeah, we're just Eminem's band. Like that's the joke. Yeah, mm. like the band. I'm the lead singer of the yeah, band. Yeah, exactly. Right. They're kind of like KSI's band. It's a super group. They are actually all <clears> on an equal level, but they're like, that's the joke. We're the sidemen yeah. of KSI yeah. basically because he was enormous. Now, KSI's early YouTube content would also include like comedy rap videos, like I said, about FIFA. And these would gain millions of views. Even when he was 100,000 subscribers, these would get millions of views. And fast forward a few years later and a huge amount of success later, KSI's career would shoot into the stratosphere with an amateur boxing fight with fellow YouTuber Joe Weller. Now, Joe had had, like, a friendly boxing fight with Theo Baker, who's another YouTuber, which he won. And I think it was posted on Instagram or something. It wasn't, but wasn't big or anything. But subsequently, KSI challenged the winner to a fight. He said, I'll fight the winner. So he challenged Joe Weller to a fight. And rather than this being a small internet fight, this fight would be on a massive scale. And although this was an amateur fight, it's, you know, it's just two guys meeting up for a fight, basically. It's totally amateur. It's just like if me and Seb had a fight at a random boxing gym. Same, same thing. But rather than that, just doing that, like, low-key thing, it had a full-on press promotional tour, just like a real world title fight. It had press conferences live, and it was held at an actual arena, the Copper Box Arena, and in front of 7,500 people live, and... 1.6 million people would watch it online, which is enormous numbers. Like, the UFC nowadays struggles to do a million pay-per-view buys on there. Was that a million pay-per-view or was that a million actual viewers? I don't think it was pay-per-view. It was on YouTube because this was oh, okay. before you could yeah. touch it. But still, 1.6 million live viewers, which is massive. Yeah. And it was probably the biggest amateur boxing fight in history at the time. KSI won, obviously. But not only that, not only did he win this fight, this would kickstart something much, much bigger. Now, with all the history out of the way of KSI, let's talk about actually what makes him the biggest internet personality with all those little building blocks that I've just described. 
Well, personally, his personal channel has 24 million subscribers, which is a pretty impressive number. It's one it? of the largest. I actually thought it's it'd be more. a lot for an individual on YouTube. I thought it'd be way more because like, he doesn't Beast post a lot of YouTube. Is like over 200 million. I thought KSI would be like pushing 100 personally. I'd... That's actually. Well, he doesn't me. post that much YouTube content anymore because he's diversifying. He's doing other things, but 24 million is still pretty big. I mean, yeah, it's huge, but I don't know. It seems to yeah. be bigger. But yeah, sorry. Well, he's got 24 million on there, which is an impressive number. But he doesn't. I I, I write in here. Yeah, he doesn't post regular YouTube content anymore there. But he does appear in Sidemen videos most weeks, and the Sidemen channel also has 20 million subscribers. So across the two channels he's mainly involved with, he's got over 40 million, Although, uh, 45 million subscribers. There is a massive overlap between them, absolutely. So it's probably about 20 million actually. Let's yeah, just, probably, let's, let's yeah, not inflate the numbers here. <laughs> Fine, but his personal his personal channel has six billion views in total, with the Cyberman channel having over five and a half billion, which is quite a lot. I mean, that's enough views for what everybody in the whole fucking mm. world. Um, and the Cyberman they also have a massive clothing range. They have a vodka drink. They have a food a chain. Vodka drink. <laughs> yeah, they have like a vodka. They have their really own alcohol. <laughs> These are just all like the little business. A vodka drink. <laughs> yeah, I probably should have put a comma there. A what vodka, vodka drink. things are there? <laughs> like you can buy Sidemen vodka. Um, they have like a like a food chain that you, uh, it's not in Devon, obviously. I think in London you can get like you can order sides, which is the Sidemen fucking fast food on Uber Eats or whatever. And they've also hosted a few charity football matches at some of England's best and biggest stadiums, including the Olympic Stadium. And the crowd is always at maximum capacity, sold out every single ticket with tens of thousands, like 60,000 fans in the stadium watching and millions upon millions of views on YouTube. So by numbers, these are some of the biggest football games in the country every single time they do it. And it's just YouTubers and the sidemen kicking a ball for 90 minutes with Premier League referees, full commentary, everything. And... They generate hundreds of thousands of pounds. I think they made four hundred grand for charity the last one they did, or something crazy like that. Nice. Massive numbers. So the sidemen are fucking huge, and KSI is the keystone of the sidemen. Now let's talk about his raps, right? <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> it, as we know, it all started out with football raps, Heskey being a beast or whatever. But he's since transitioned from that to being a UK number one album artist. He has a UK number one album. He has eight UK top ten singles. He's done three stadium concert tours. He has performed at Reading and Leeds Festival. Right. Like it or not, I don't particularly like his music. I'm going to be honest. It's not for me. But like it or not, let's be objective. He's a genuine charting artist. He's competing with some of the biggest stars in pop for actual chart places in UK and worldwide music. That's fucking bonkers when he started out rapping on YouTube about Emil Heskey on FIFA. (laughs) That he's a genuine artist. Anne-Marie, Chainsmokers, Youngblood, Tom Grennan, Lil Wayne have all featured with KSI with music. And these are actual full-time career artists. A fucking big jump from spoof raps to some of the biggest festivals in the world. And then we get on to the boxing thing. Well, I was actually lying when I said that the Joe Weller fight was the biggest amateur boxing fight in history. Because it wasn't. That title belongs to his next bout, which was against Logan Paul. 
and the fight did millions upon millions in pay-per-view buys and sold out arena i think the staples center in la sold out and the result was a draw thankfully so they could do it again and they did even fucking more but this time with a twist this was a licensed professional fight they were professional boxers at this point no head guards professionally licensed by an official body, proper referees. And KSI managed to fucking go one step bigger. He managed to beat Logan Paul in that fight. Fucking battered him, mate. But what would spark is something which has genuinely taken over an industry. Sparked from this fight, genuinely they created their own sport, KSI, and it's taken over the boxing industry. It's in fact bigger than boxing at this point. And that's influencer boxing. Everyone is doing it. Celebrities, Instagram stars, YouTubers, fucking everyone is doing some form of internet influencer boxing events. I saw the other day some fucking random guy who was on X Factor and I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, has just headlined the first ever celebrity MMA crossover event. He beat the shit out of some fucking Liverpudlian comedian. They're even doing MMA. All big sports promotional people are now trying to kind of get away from actual boxing and actual fighting and just promote celebrities fighting in a professional setting because it makes so much fucking money. And this was sparked by our boy, KSI LGBT. So... What's his name? KSI LGBT? LGBT. So his name is KSI, which is, is... it was his Halo clan tag, but he seems to think it meant knowledge, strength, integrity. And maybe the clan tag did stand for that, but I, can't, I don't buy it. strength, integrity. Olegi- <laughs> yeah, Olegide is his name. That's his actual name. Ol- his name Olegide. is Olegide. Olegide. Yeah. Olegide Olatunji is his Olegide. name. Olegide. And then BT stands for British Telecom. Because I think he said on his PSP account, he just KSI Olegide BT was already taken. Fuck knows why. <laughs> yeah, Olegide was taken. I don't know why. <laughs> and so it, suge- it said... It, like, recognises in the UK and suggested he put BT for British Helicoms at the end, so he just did, and then he just stuck with it. That was right, like, okay. it's not a very big... Yeah, he explains it in his first video that he does with his face, but, yeah, that's his name. But influencer boxing is so good, it's so fucking good, that it vastly outsells the biggest boxing fights right now. Like, a YouTuber boxing fight will massively outsell the boxing world title fight by double, triple, nearly. No one gives a shit about boxing unless it involves celebrities. Objectively, like it or not, I'm on the fence. It's massive. And KSI is the founder. Yes, Vinny? Sorry, this is probably not, you know, no one asked, but I think boxing is fucking boring. And that's why influencer boxing is so good. I think MMA is quite fun. I think boxing. Yeah, I, boxing. I think it's a bit dull, to be honest. It's it's just kind of the same thing yeah. over and over and over again. It's been ruined. It's been like ruined, like how I don't know. It's like ruined how like La Liga have ruined La Liga by like they like they did things that in the moment made it much more lucrative, like creating a load of different belts so you can have like a million different title fights every fucking day. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing. There's four world title belts across what six main divisions weight divisions weight classes right where they used to just what's that more than six six weight divisions it's like no but the main ones like the big ones you've got like heavyweight cruiser middleweight featherweight bantamweight welterweight middleweight yeah i don't know there's about six or seven Mm. of the main ones that people tune in for and people tend Mm. to like go up and down between them but like 
what they were like, there was there used to be one title, world title, that was just the world title, you just yeah. won it. And then mm. a bunch of different promotions were like, what if we make one? So now there's like four, five, kind of, there's like even more cropping up. Mm. And then fighters go to one. So like Fury only has one belt. And he's never going to fight another guy because he doesn't want to lose his belt. And it's just it's fucking stupid. So, yeah. like, in the moment, it made loads of sense. Everyone could make way more money because you could put a title fight on every other fucking weekend because there's, like, a billion different world champions. But now no one gives a shit because no one's really the world champion. If you've got four belts swanning around, none of them are really champions. the... Yeah, like, it's yeah. stupid. It's just been watered down. Like, promoters will deliberately not put certain fights together on the basis that, oh, they don't want so-and-so to lose because then no one will watch them next time so they won't make enough money. Yeah. Whereas, like, back in the 90s and the early 2000s, like, just boxing was way better back in there. I think you would find boxing fights from, like, the 80s, 90s way more exciting to watch than if you just watched them on YouTube than you would if you watched one nowadays. But I think, I think... Yeah, I mean... I think what also yeah. helps, um, like, influencer boxing being way more interesting is the fact that a lot of the times there's actual narratives to it whereas like oh, i feel yeah. like professional boxing narratives. it's kind of maybe a bit faked the narratives whatever narratives they have they're like yeah fuck yeah. you i hate you but really they're just like yeah but, you know you know game sees game we're just we're, we're professional athletes <laughs> top of our game we <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't have yeah. any beef towards each other this is just all for the cameras yeah, why would they? whereas they don't fucking exactly. know each other whereas like i feel like a lot of influencers they will step into the ring maybe because of an actual grudge. I mean, not all of the time, I mean, but like, yes. I think some of the times, and those are the actual really exciting things. So I think more often than not, people really just want to see a storyline. They want to see a narrative. And that's what makes certain fights so exciting. And that's what made it so big in the first place. KSI had an actual grudge of Logan. Yeah. He specifically said, I fucking hate him. I want to beat him up. And then people want to see that hatred genuinely yeah, it's a come story out line. of the boxing fight. It's a story and that's line. why it's so big. It's yeah, it's real. exactly. It's a storyline. And like it makes the stakes quite high because it's about genuine pride rather than, oh, this guy's a decent boxer in his actual sport. Mm. KSI started it all, and he is the founder of the company Misfits Boxing, which run these massive, massive events with the genuine streaming service that stream boxing run by Eddie Hearn, the zone. And so far, what we've got with KSI, he's massive in YouTube. He's fucking massive in music. And he's completely taken over boxing, one of the biggest sports in the entire world. But my last point is a quick one to sum up because it's pretty self-explanatory, this last little nugget about why KSI is the goat. The last thing that makes KSI the king, and remember objectivity, is prime. <laughs> P-R-I-M-E. Prime. <laughs> In my yeah, genuine, in my opinion, <laughs> it does taste a bit shit. I'm not a big fan of the yeah, drink ranted. per se. Um, I have met somebody, somebody, somebody the other day. They absolutely love it, and they buy it every time they go to the corner shop. Hmm. And you know him, Vinny, uh, Seb. So, Seb, is it Mark? Ed. 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 Yeah. How do you know that about Ed? I don't even know that about Ed. He said it to us when we were watching the football the other day. All right. He was like, yeah, I like Primus. Always like a quid and I get there and I like it. Like lemon lime, I love it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. fair. There you go. So, but it, I think it tastes a bit shit. It's a bit overpriced. Very overpriced. Holy fucking shit, has it taken over the world? Partnered with rival turned best friend and business partner, Logan Paul. That's right. They fucking made up. They became friends. They became business partners. Now they're like best buds. They made Prime. Really scum. Prime has become... 
the fastest selling soft drink in human history, having already sold its one billionth bottle last week. Prime Pandemonium absolutely took over the UK when it was released. I can't remember when it was last year, earlier this sometime. You've got parents in the middle aisle of Lidl fist fighting over a bottle of fucking Prime it's like that for their jingle kids. All the way. They're kicking it's like the shit jingle out of each way. other. It's exactly like jingle all the way. <laughs> but shit up. But like, imagine that. Imagine that. These these fifty, you know, middle aged blokes, whatever, big fucking skinheads, they ain't got a fucking clue who KSI is. They're fist fighting another dad in the middle section of aisle uh, of Aldi over a drink made by a YouTuber that who they now know by name because their kid keeps banging on about, oh, dad, i got to get Prime, mate, and he goes and knocks out some other geese <laughs> with five bottles of it. <laughs> Think how fucking massive and mad that is that people know who KSI is because of that. It's insane. It's insane. And Prime is now officially the official drinks partner of... Now, remember, no other drink company has these kind of partners like this. But Prime is the official drinks partner of Arsenal FC... Bayern Munich FC, Barcelona FC, Erling Haaland, Ashley Lehman, the entire UFC, the UFC as a company is sponsored by Prime, and they've some random ice hockey player I've never fucking heard of, but that is fucking mental. Like, it's taken over the planet. They've got some of the biggest... Barcelona's one of the top two biggest football clubs in the entire world. Bayern Munich's in the top five, and Arsenal's in, like, the top 15. Erling Haaland is one of the biggest football stars on the planet. And the fucking UFC and Ashley Lehman is like one of the biggest players. Just massive, enormous. Like, it's literally taken over. Like, KSI, objectively, is one of the biggest names around. And his influence stretched far and wide in every aspect. Everybody knows who he is. Little kids, fucking their dads. He's massive. And he came from YouTube and a Halo clan. He's easily the greatest internet personality of all time. Done. Cool. Interesting. I have to say, I was a bit shooketh at first when you said it, <laughs> but I have to say, I you know, I had to give you, I had to give you your credit, and you did, you did make me. What's the word? I came Eat round words. to it. Mm. I'm not in my words. I haven't Stop eaten your anything. hatred. Yes, like. What's the, how do I say it? Well, no, you can actually hate him. I'm fine with you hating him. That's the thing. But he's still I'm, massive. I'm not going to say, yeah, that's it. I fully accept what you're saying. And not just like objectively, but almost subjectively, he is massive. Like there is no mm. way of denying the, the, and I'd kind of, when you said it, I was just thinking about KSI, the guy who does star jumps in the ring and kicks the board when he loses and is a bit of a dickhead but then when you remember that you can be a dickhead yeah yeah when you remember the box you know that that's his show the boxing is his show the prime is his drink you know it's an impressive empire that Mm. he's built um and everyone's trying to do a prime now oh yeah everyone everyone's trying to do like red bull and monster have been energy drinks for decades right but no one ever wanted no one ever else wanted to like tap into that market yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. pointless prime comes along now all of a sudden rubicon have got an energy drink lucasade have got an energy drink iron brew prime? have iron brew energy Prime's an energy everything drink. has like diversified like that yeah they have a right. prime energy drink as well oh i thought it was they just the, like they have the hydration and the i thought energy it was just like an electrolyte too. drink like lucasade or Powerade. no they have two 
So all Fucking... of these like electrolyte companies are now trying to make like an energy version. Like Lucas, although like, oh, we can get a bit of prime money. There was definitely a but... lot of energy drinks before prime. I don't know what you're talking about. Like remember like those cheap knockoff ones like there's like kick, like emerge. I mean there's like fire you could it, get there's from. There's all of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. like celebrity energy drinks. Like I'd say no, it's more impressive I mean. They've always that, like, been around. Tyson Fury has his own one. I think yeah, Tyson Wayne Fury brought out his own like, prime one. thing. Tyson Fury brought out like it's called like Fury. It's like his own yeah. thing. It's got like a little. And, like some of them have logos and designs like exactly. They're colourful. They have like all the same colours. It's almost like that is well, Paddy blatant the copyright. Paddy the Baddy's got one. Yeah, and that was like a Prime knockoff. Like it looked like Prime. It's exactly. So it's got like the white text. It's got the same font. Yeah. It's got the, yeah all but yeah, no, I you, think... you can't argue with it. You can't argue with yeah. it. Um, and I and I do like. There's bits of it that I kind of, I don't know, like it's difficult because obviously you kind of end up buying into people's hype and like there's also a bit of me that doesn't really like KSI because I think he is quite fake and I think like because I, so I know people who he went to school with and he went to school in a very posh school, private school in Amersham, like he's not and he acts like he's from the streets and the way he talks and stuff. Mm. I find that a little bit fake. Yeah. But who am I to judge? Maybe, may, you know, well, you I, are the I judge. don't know. Like, so you are the one to yeah, judge. Yeah, I am the judge. And, but and, here's and, the thing. I would say not, I would say 90% of celebrities when they're on camera and doing their thing are probably fake to some extent. That's a great stat. Yeah, Where'd and you also I have to say as well. Because <laughs> you have, but you have a personality, don't you? You have, you have something. I think yeah. that I think that's almost a good thing. It's probably sobering for them that they can be a more exaggerated version of themselves off camera, and then when they, no one's looking, they can actually genuinely be themselves. I think a lot of celebrities are like that, which is yeah, good definitely. for them. And it is a weird one. Like I actually, I don't know. It's a it's an odd one that whole like having a personality thing because like I think to a degree like even doing this show like we all say stuff and do stuff that like. Like sometimes I'll like we all set up a joke. Like we'll say something stupid that you mm. know is stupid because you're kind of setting up the joke, you're setting up the humor and stuff like that. And mm. so like we're all kind of putting on a a front to a degree. Like you know, I wasn't really angry about the Sherlock Holmes thing. You that were. was just a. I was. Yeah, you were. Just... Still are. Still are fuming. Stop Fucking tilted, mate. I was yeah. fuming. Still are. Um, I, when <laughs> yeah. I listened back to that edit, I was like, I am so genuinely angry listening to. Like, <laughs> when I, I listened yeah. to the, 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 the um, when I listened to the episode just on release, I was like, fuck, we maybe shouldn't have gone in as so like hard on Seth. He seems like he's gonna cry, mate. Cry. I, I was. It's great for views. It's great for content. <laughs> yeah. I want to see you cry. Cry. I want to see you make have a fucking mental breakdown. I want to bully you so hard. You contemplate the life out the window for the screenshot. <laughs> Throw your iPad out the window, Seb. <laughs> um, Sherlock Holmes with like a big cross. Out. Um, but yeah, no, I think you, you've got a point, and I, you know that's the thing with the kid. All I can say right now is you, you've got a point. Fair enough. It is a good point. He is a mega star. He is. He's become like a full-on celebrity at this point. I'm glad that you love KSI. Oh, no, let's no, just, no, no, let's no, no, just no, say no, no, to the audience no, no, now no, that no. now now you love KSI. I don't love KSI. Why don't you like him? What's that to like? I mean, I'm quite ambivalent. What's that to dislike? Him, I'm, I would say I'm ambivalent. Yeah, I'm just sort of like I, I'm yeah. extreme. If I saw him on the street, yeah, I wouldn't. He right. He's the sort of person, and I've seen because the um the Sidemen Studios is near the park where I go for depression walks in at lunchtime. Mm. I've seen Minnie Minter um 
Cal Freezy and Cal Freezy. and who's the other Chris MD? I've seen them all go for a jog mm. around the park at various times. They're the sort of people who I go, oh yeah, but I'm neither. I don't go. I fucking hate him. But nor do I go. I should go and say something because I'm a big it's fan. Very neutral. They're just mm. like. Meh. Chris, no, you should. Chris MD is a fucking great. He's cool. I, I yeah, like I like Chris him. MD. He seems. He seems You'd right. like him. But but again, it's just ambivalent. Yeah. It's just like meh. I, I like him, but I'm not. I'm not stop I, him I, again, I, I'm not going to stop him while he's going for a jog yeah. and be like, oh man, I don't hate him. You do. Look, what I really want to hear about is uh, Vinny. I've got a question for you. Who do you think's the greatest internet personality of all time? That's a great question. I think it's you, mate. No, not a fucking chance. But I've, He's I've, the I've, biggest nonce. But unfortunately, I've written a whole script about someone else, so I'm going to have to read that out instead. Over the past 10 years or so, anytime there's a newsworthy incident involving gun violence... <laughs> I'm going somewhere with this, don't worry. The same name will pop up each and every time. He's been known as the Candyman, the Ghost of Kiev, and even as identified school shooter. But despite what others call him, his true name, I'm going to lose this so bad, by the way, <laughs> the name that gets incorrectly reported by news stations all over America after any mass tragedy is Sam Hyde. Who is Sam Hyde? Well... Sam so what you're saying is if there's a school the shooting they incorrectly about? say that sam hyde did it but you're saying okay. sam hyde's the greatest internet um okay right i'll just i'll just basically before i've even talked about sam hyde's okay we'll have to address this uh so i think so there's a Sorry, long can i just ask a quick question go what the fuck is going on so <laughs> There's a long-running joke with Sam Hyde's fans, um, and it's I don't think it's anything to do with actual Sam Hyde, it's just his fans, where any time there's like a, any mass shooting, uh, anything, like tragedy, mm. or whether it was like the Ghost of Kiev thing, people, like his fans, will, f- will feed news stations his name, Sam Hyde's name, and pictures of Sam Hyde and say, like, this is the guy behind it. Right. And there's actual compilations of, like, news teams saying, like, we've identified this shooter as local man Sam Hyde. And it'll be, like, a picture Be- of Sam Hyde holding, like, an AK-47. And oh, every time that happens... Fans, right. And every time that happens, all the comments in, the, in, like, the articles or the YouTube videos are just his fans going, he can't keep getting away with it. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's, like, the ultimate troll. That's so bad. Trolling such a tragedy is bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because the, the, they're trolling the the news publications. They're basically saying like, if they're stupid enough to believe I see. like this yeah, and not yeah. fact check the fact that it's definitely not this guy. Because it's been this guy like, fifteen times in a row. Yeah, yeah. Like I, the jokes on them, not on. I, I don't think it's at all on the tragedy. It's no, on I, yeah, the I people agree. reporting no, the tragedy. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, who is it's Sam Hyde? Fucking fine anyway, line, who though, is it? Sam Hyde? <laughs> Sam Hyde is an American comedian, master troll, and one of the most wacky and hilarious internet personalities I've ever seen. Over the past couple of weeks, I have genuinely immersed myself in as much of his content as I possibly can, and after all of that, I'm still kind of unsure as to who he even is as a person. But 
I think the best way to start is at the beginning. So Sam Hyde got his start on YouTube, producing strange and surreal comedy videos with his sketch comedy troupe called Million Dollar Extreme, or MDE for short. The group consisted of Sam and his two friends, Nick and Charles, and they would basically do anything from like bizarre monologues recorded from Sam's phone to surreal sketches aiming to poke fun at the world around them. But Sam and his friends had bigger ambitions than low-budget YouTube videos, and in 2013, they decided to play a little goof on the famous media organisation TED Talks, which you probably have heard of. It's very, very big, obviously. Sam wanted to prove that anyone, anyone could deliver whatever TED Talk that they wanted, no matter how incorrect or ridiculous the content was. Mm. So, dawning a Roman legionnaire chest plate, he delivered a TEDx talk to the Drexel University with the title 2070 Paradigm Shift. In this talk, he would arrive sweaty and out of breath, take some random as water bottle to cool himself down with, and then proceed to deliver the most ridiculous and intangible speech I've ever heard anyone deliver to an audience. The most incredible thing about this whole thing is that nobody stopped him. He was given a full 15 minutes to chat the biggest load of bollocks about everything and nothing. And he was just given a free pass to do so. Have you got any quotes, any clips? Um, Give us a line. <laughs> you must know uh, a line. Well, what I was that watch one where he throws day? the thing on the floor? We're what, gonna kill like- him! <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, the, the maybe the funniest bit was just when he's like... Oh, what did he say? He's like, what in 2070, like in the future, what are we not going to have? And he said, like, the elderly and the disabled. Because we're just going to kill them. And just like throws his <laughs> just like an over the top gesture. And then he says it again. <laughs> Imagine going to that total. Like, oh, that's paradigm shift. That sounds good. And this guy's just like, because we're going to kill them. <laughs> yeah, so good. It's really funny because throughout, like, he'll say something hilarious and then he'll put, like, the piece of paper with all his notes on, on his face so he, like, doesn't break doesn't character. <laughs> like, cause yeah, he's, like, because he's, he's trolling. Trying... Yeah, because he's trying so hard to just, like, stay in this character, this ridiculous yeah, yeah. character. And although afterwards he was part of the that day's TEDx Q&A and he was asked just one question, what message would you like us to take away from your talk? Sam replied with the most genuine thing he would say up on that stage. Nothing. It's just a bunch of crap. (laughs) Sam Hyde, along with MDE, would do a few more of these kind of strange public talks at colleges and university lecture theatres, all with the same irreverent and chaotic vibe to them. These talks would go kind of semi-viral, along with their other content on YouTube, and would catch the attention of other content creators. These creators being some pretty famous YouTubers nowadays, and they would all swear that Sam Hyde, as well as, you know, his comedy troupe MDE, were a massive inspiration to their content. And just to name drop some of these people, we've got Max Mofo, does anything for views, shouts to iDubs, talking about him earlier, H3H3, and even Filthy Frank, or as he's known nowadays, Joji. In fact, some of these people... 1000% 1000% just straight up ripped off Sam Hyde's content. Like Filthy Frank 100% mm. ripped off one of the. I mean, I showed you that video, the 
the you know, remember like the filthy frank pimp my wheelchair video yeah if you ever watched that yeah like that's a complete rip off of a world peace sketch that sam pie did which we watched together the other day mork hang on so that wasn't called pimp my wheelchair the one that we watched no. wasn't called pimp my wheelchair because it was kind of oh uh, no no no, like, no 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 but that it's was sam Hyde, the, exact... the one that we watched yeah 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 but it's exactly the, it's basically the exact same video that Fra- filthy frank would make like a year later or two years because that was fucking brilliant like that's one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. He's like, is, you tell that bitch that your monster cock is hungry. And he's like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, he's like really like timidly saying like, my my monster dick is hungry. <laughs> she looks so unamused. <laughs> She's like, no. And then the video just cuts. It just ends. There's no outro. Yeah. There's no. It just ends. But Sam wanted more than the internet. He wanted his very own TV show. And in 2015, it was announced that MDE would have their very own sketch comedy show on Adult Swim. It was titled MDE Represent World Peace. And whilst only producing six episodes for Adult Swim, it premiered to an audience of over a million people. It's actually quite a lot for TV, I feel. And even got similar ratings to the popular show, The Eric Andrews Show. I feel like it's big for maybe Adult Swim. I don't know. Adult Swim is a small network, yeah. Yeah, like a million's quite big for like Adult Swim. But yeah, it, it got... America and UK is different as well. And a million in the UK is fucking massive because only like 50 right. million. But a yeah, million right. in America with 300 million, slightly different, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it literally had the, pretty much the exact same ratings to the Eric Andre show at the mm. time, which is pretty crazy. And it was even touted as the show that could even rival Adult Swim's extremely beloved program, Tim and Eric, awesome show, great job. Mm. But, sadly, World Peace's extreme and offensive humour, as well as Sam Hyde's real-life controversies, not only got the show cancelled before a second season could be in the works, but it also got Sam Hyde blacklisted from the industry entirely. What did he do? Do you want me to go into this? Is this something... Yeah. Was this... Were you going to go into it, or...? I, or was it's it a kind of like it's, it's a important. bit complicated there's a lot of moving parts so if you want me to go Sum into it, I can in go a into because it. it honestly i i didn't really i did i didn't i couldn't really fathom exactly what happened and i think until like today i finally sort of pieced together everything because there's a lot of things so basically the main thing is at the time i think it was like the guy who ran adult swim this guy called like something laszlo second name laszlo he made a really sexist comment when i think a journalist asked him like why there weren't any female writers at adult swim and he said something like women shouldn't be in the writing room something really bad like that basically right, yeah, yeah and so adult women were in a lot of hot shit at that time mm. and then this journalist from buzzfeed essentially wrote a hit piece Fucking on world wrote a hit piece on um world peace uh this the sketch show saying yeah, yeah. that basically the title was something crazy like the alt-right have their very own tv show and it's airing on adult swim and it's basically oh, being God. like because it's like sam hyde yeah, yeah. as you know he, he he's very offensive very like edgy very like extreme and that's that's his sort of comedy stylings and so like someone basically saw them were like right he's definitely like the alt-right which i think mm. is kind of ridiculous a I, I think yeah. it's a bit of a jump but yeah. 
essentially Adult Swim sort of saw that article and even though it didn't sort of it didn't get many clicks but they saw that article and they were like let's just nip this in the bud before it becomes a thing and we have because even they're more shit with their own because fire. they're right. that's the thing and yeah, so they basically yeah. just was like let's just cut it off he's black he's blacklisted he's completely blacklisted well that's kind of good because i thought it was going to be something genuinely bad but it seems like maybe he was a little bit of a victim of cancel culture i think in a way but i also think sam didn't help himself because that not, same yeah. journalist would later then get like he would call him up call sam up for an interview and and sam Hyde thought it'd be really funny to be fair it's quite a funny video but he thought it'd be really funny <laughs> to just record himself having this interview over the phone with this journalist and the whole time just take the absolute piss out of him and not really yeah, give right. him any answers and the journalist mm. got fucking really angry <laughs> it's really well, funny but like the thing is he didn't like he didn't he could have he didn't help himself he definitely he could have come himself. out and been like he could have come out and defend himself with logic and facts and be like this is utter bollocks don't read this but yeah it's i i do yeah. comedy i don't do political stuff but he kind of yeah yeah the thing about sam hyde is he's, he's sort of perpetually in the he's sort of perpetually in this character that he likes to do and because he is kind of always comedy and i'm gonna sorry could i also just go off on a weird tangent here but mm. yeah so like for example like eric andre i fucking when i first found out about the eric andre show i absolutely loved it i thought it was the greatest thing i'd ever seen yeah. it's so unbelievably funny and part of what made it funny was just not knowing what's real and what's not real. Yeah, and yeah, definitely. agree. And around that time, I'd watch a lot of Eric Andre interviews and he didn't seem real. He would always be in character no matter mm. what. And that's I, I, I found it incredibly charming and endearing and found it really funny, really entertaining. Yeah. But then as the Eric Andre show got really, really big and Eric Andre... I be- I feel like became maybe even an A-list celebrity. I feel like he's pretty mainstream now. Yeah, he was on Jackass. He, and this is the thing, on, on his, when he's on Jackass, he's so candid and genuine that it, it kind of ruined it a lot ruined... of the Eric It ruined yeah. his character for me because now it's like, oh, he is just playing a character 100%. Now you know he's the not real like that him. at all. Yeah, he's like he's actually a regular dude. He's actually just a regular ass dude. It'd be like if the only exposure to like Sasha Baron Cohen you ever knew was Ali G. You never ever saw an interview with him not as Ali G. You only knew him as Ali G. Hmm. So yeah. you're like, Ali G's not real, but he's he's never not. I've never seen anything to oppose that argument. And like you said, I feel like you were going to say that with Sam Hyde that you said you were trawling through. You've been immersing yourself in his work, and you still don't know who he is. As if you're gonna say he never puts his he never puts his like Sasha Baron Cohen out there. He's always Ali G. Yeah, and like it's not like he's like I've seen a lot of his stream, and he, you know he's not just sat there like just fucking screaming like constantly Bloody in the man. stream. But, <laughs> yeah. but like there are a lot of things he does and says where you're like I I feel like it's a joke. I don't know, but that's sort I can't of part tell. Of the, that's part of the yes. fun. I actually I find that quite fun to just be like because it it's almost genuine. I agree. The mystery, because you're trying to think, you're trying to scratch those. Like this can't be real. He can't be really like this. Like surely, when you get him on his own, he's just like, all right, mate. Yeah, good. Yeah, how are you? How's the kids? Yeah, sound. And it's that intrigue, that interest that you just you keep looking for more shit to figure out if it's really as crazy as it seems. Yeah, I totally agree with you. That fascination. 
and and ju- I think it just makes him so much more funny, like way, mm. way, way more funny than if it was like, okay, now I'm being the character and everything I yeah. say is not actually what I think. Because then it's like, I don't know, it just it ruins a lot of the comedy for me when people will have to point out, by the way, I'm joking here. Okay, now I'm going to do the joke. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Sam Hyde, he's been blacklisted from the industry entirely. But this didn't stop him at all. He would embrace his too-hot-for-TV look and would venture back into the internet to produce more of his hilarious content than he would produce before World Peace, but this time with a bit more of a budget. And this was sort of the dark ages of his story where the world kind of believed he'd fallen off and sort of become a bit of a has-been, like a what-if. But it just so happened that one of the YouTubers who was heavily inspired by Hyde's comedic style was also going through a little change in direction. Ian, better known as iDubs, shout out to iDubs again. The simps, fucking simps. Shout out to simps. Um, Started (laughs) finding success on the website by making gonzo-style documentaries about strange and quirky characters that he found on YouTube. And he'd already made a couple at this point already, and they'd garnered millions and millions of views in both documentaries. Didn't Didn't he make one like... Like, like Jake Paul is the worst person in the world, but the entire video was about rice gum and didn't even feature Jake Paul once. And that's how he oh, got that, that was before. Was that before? that was before his like? Um, that was like when he was doing like Content Cop, which was like his like takedown videos. Oh right, yeah. the, the documentary. I'm not familiar with Idub's law, I'm afraid. <laughs> you know, have you seen like uh, Airsoft Fatty? No. <laughs> yeah, that's his most popular one. And then there's also the one with like Dax. Dax you know, Flame. Da- do you know Dax Flame? No. Yeah, Dax Flame. He is a great personality. So I think Dax Flames a fucking ten out of ten internet personality. I, I think he's it's great, so funny. Yeah. He's another You're one where it's too like deep it's for a, me now. This he's another one. It, it's impossible to understand whether he's joking or not, and that's what makes him so captivating. But yeah, so iDubs had made a couple already of these Gonzo style documentaries, and now he would decide he would hunt down where Sam Hyde lived. He would live with him for a couple of weeks and document this strange and elusive person <laughs> to try and get to the bottom of who Sam Hyde really was. Sam Hyde, being the master troll that he is, decided to play a little goof on iDubs. Oh, sent him his address. Uh, number one, Taliban hideout, Afghanistan. <laughs> he went and no, lived with Osama Bin Laden for a it's year. A, it's a bit more elaborate than that one. Um <laughs> <laughs> he would spend thousands of dollars hiring actors and a studio to gaslight Idubs into thinking he was in the rap game amongst oh. other insane things. Oh shit! <laughs> have you have you seen this by the way, Seb? I've not seen it, but I've seen references to it, and it's fucking mental. So Idubs comes over, thinks he's meeting the genuine person. He's like, "All right," and he's like, "All right, mate," and he's very candid. And then he's like, "Oh." I'm glad you're here today because I've got to go to the recording studio to do my latest rap song, but it's all a troll. So yeah, he hires at this massive office and he hires loads of these people and he's like, yeah, this is like all my people to make my videos. And the videos are like, they don't require a team of people. They require like two <laughs> people so at shit. most. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, just there like trying to rap and stuff. And um, yeah, it's it's a lot of things happen and it's very, mm. very funny. I recommend watching it. It's hard for me to describe 
exactly everything that went down without mm. just it be I could literally write an entire script about everything that went down in that documentary. Right. Did iDubs ever release his version of the documentary? He did one, once Sam Hyde released his and he was like I don't get why he's not releasing his part. Then iDubs was like okay, I guess I'll release my part and right. Yeah, it, it didn't make I feel like iDubs didn't get off very well on that one. I feel like Oh really? Did he come across badly? Yeah, there was a thing where like Sam was saying on his stream that one of his one of the, one of his friends, like one of his crew that he was working with at the time, overheard iDubs in his car saying to himself, "I'm supposed to be the master puppeteer," as in like he's the one who's supposed to be like orchestrating that... what's happening, and Sam Hyde's oh, like right. ruining that because he's the one who's. He's ruining That's my bollocks. video There's because no he's been too crazy. That. There's no way he said that. That's more Sam Hyde bullshit. There's no way know, he man. said that. I don't know, man. I don't know. I've, start, well, I've started I to believe iDubs is a simp, man. He's done the simp video. I'm, I, I'm honestly starting to believe iDubs is a bit of a piece of shit, to be honest. I, I kind of don't I like him anymore. I think he's a bit of a tip, but I don't think he sat there and went, I'm supposed to be the master he's a puppeteer. Simp, like, bro. He's from fucking Pinocchio. Well, his, his other ones, documentaries, were like quite exploitative like they were just like let's follow around these freaks and sort of laugh at them oh yeah like absolutely like he's not i just don't think he said that i'm sure he i mean i don't know this is just what like one of sam hyde's crew said to him i'll just read some of the notes sam hyde wrote down in the word doc he titled quote the idubs gaslighting document so these i mean it's it's like fucking pages and pages of this gaslighting document they go through it on his video and it's so fucking funny some of the stuff (laughs) written on there but anyway, so some of the notes say, record a lot of bad rap music. One of us says, we need to be about what we rap, implying that we should rob someone. <laughs> <laughs> Stage fight over who gets to use the alias Cream Boy. <laughs> One song is entirely stolen Michael Jackson human nature lyrics. <laughs> Buy a bunch of dead wasps. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Buy a load of Pokemon cards, brackets. Try to tell them what Pokemon is as if it's like a new thing like crypto. <laughs> fill, fill, fill fridge with unbagged meat. <laughs> and my, my favorite one is just, quote, women hate this one. Extremely powerful roundhouse kick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I see you my master troll. He thinks of everything, every detail. Yeah. He's not just like telling his mate like one little story of like, oh, by the way, this happened, and it didn't really. It's like to the fucking every detail, fabricated, fake, just for the joke. Yeah, just to like make it a really wacky, funny video to prank guy That's does crazy. Um, and the best part about it is that Sam Hyde paid a girl, like an actor to shave like most of her hair off so she sort of has a half mullet on the back and just shaved hair on the front so she just looks like a fucking something job pretend to be his girlfriend and also pretend to be this massive drug addict wreckhead um who's also like tries to hit on high tubs multiple times and she fucking nails the performance oh so God. well it makes idubs visibly like uncomfortable, uncomfortable. and distressed and he doesn't get it as a joke. He thinks it's a real person. He's like actually like there's a there's he said like afterwards that he was like 
I was I was considering just not like stopping the documentary because I was really concerned about this girl, <laughs> like genuinely concerned that like because at this point he was like Sam Hyde's definitely a maniac. Like what the fuck is this? Like what is happening? He's definitely a yeah. maniac. This is all real. His girlfriend's like off the deep end. She needs help, and <laughs> he he like would in the documentary he would ask like three days later, uh, you know after the first three days he would ask yeah he would ask Sam Hyde like. Like, are you going to do anything to help her? And Sam Hyde's like, well, I'm not considering she's an actor that I paid to pretend to be my girlfriend and, like, <laughs> pretend to be a drug addict. And he's just yeah. like, no. No, you no. didn't. He's so in disbelief. Oh, my God. <laughs> he got, got so bad. Like, she fucking nails the performance. It's so fucking good. Like, So does he do, like, a big reveal in his video of being like, yeah. we got you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, like, only the first, like, three or four days where, like, all the gaslighting happens. And the rest of it is, like, him just hanging out with mm-hmm. iDubs, like, doing random shit. Are they mates after that, or does Ian take it, like, badly? Because I'm... So, basically, sorry, if I look a bit confused, I've been kind of trying to work out what the fuck's going on <laughs> by like i i typed in reddit out of the loop sam hyde idubs and i thought i could just like briefly skim a paragraph nope. there's like a multi-page document defining just this one incident yeah i don't know i don't know how you do it Vinny. i don't know how you find these pockets of internet that are so deep and yet i've never fucking heard of i know how and you know how he does it and I'll tell you how. <laughs> what does that mean? Like you just autism. Like, do it. <laughs> I think it's just because I'm. I don't. I don't understand it. I don't understand how you find these people. This is insane. I think because I'm just like kind of terminally always online, and so I just mm. I absorb a lot of internet culture. You've really put me in a difficult position. Here. I, I, I wait. I haven't finished. I'm almost. I'm almost done. Oh fucking hell! So. This documentary would be the catalyst to reignite Sam's, Sam Hyde's presence on the internet. I said mainstream. I feel like he's... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what internet mainstream is nowadays because apparently if you're not getting three trillion likes every second, then you're not yeah. famous on mainstream. the internet. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he's, in my opinion, been firing nothing but 10 out of 10s ever since with his most recent internet show fish tank live being genuinely perhaps the most engrossing and entertaining thing i've ever seen on youtube maybe ever and i've genuinely been obsessed with that show for the past week like bad amounts a bad amounts of obsessed to to put it really quickly it's essentially big brother if it were way more insane and it's on the internet, and everyone just watches it live 24-7. It's all cammed up, all mic'd up. They can't leave the house. So it's like a live stream? It's insane. It's fucking insane. Is it going on now? No, it ended, like, a few months ago, but um, they're just now releasing, like, the edited episodes, like, the proper edi- uh, like proper episodes, essentially. But the second season comes out, and, like, I think they're going to start filming, like, a couple months, and I'm What's so ready. What's the channel from? Is it called Fish Tank? Yeah, maybe Fish Tank Live or something like that. But I do have to conclude it, and I will conclude it right now, Seb. So don't get too mad at me. Um, So Sam Hyde is someone whose comedy stylings were born from internet humour. He's been at the cutting edge of that niche ever since he started and 1 billion percent influenced 
an entire generation of content creators on YouTube. I don't think I can stress this enough. I don't think Filthy Frank would be Filthy Frank without Sam Sam Hyde. I think genuinely he's extremely important to that sort of subset kind of, ed- of the internet kind of yeah. edgy offensive stuff that was really big before youtube really started clamping down on that shit yeah he truly doesn't care what people think of him whether good or bad he's um, based he's very based and in my opinion his entire personality encapsulates the internet perfectly he is the Candyman. He is the ghost of Kiev. He is Sam motherfucking Hyde, the greatest internet personality of all time. And he can't keep getting away with it! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Seb, I just want to remind you, because I feel like Vinny talked for a long time, and unfortunately, I just want to remind you that I did pick KSI. You did Prime, the boxing, blah, blah, just in case you forgot. Don't, 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 <laughs> because I know what lays in front of me. I see the choices clearly. You don't have to make it any more clear than it already is. Just because recency, but, you know. Ah, <laughs> oh, you fuck. Because Vinny's was good. You, uh, yeah, I was talking for a can while. I just say this, that. this applies to both of you equally. Mm. Oh, you fuck. <laughs> You've done it again. <laughs> you can't keep getting away with this. On the one hand, you can't deny KSI's impact, his legacy his his knowledge his strength his integrity (laughs) (laughs) his halo clan his his british british telecoms his his telecoms (laughs) you fucks because here's the thing the sam hyde thing i'm gonna say now is very much, very, 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 very much at the edge of what I can find funny. And that's not to say that other people can't find it funny. I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum. But for me, whether he instills this or not, having a fan group that effectively, I don't know what the word is, gaslights the media into thinking that he's a mass shooter... That is on the edge of my humor. I don't want to because... help. Hang on, I don't want to help Vinny here. But do you know that Sam Hyde is the guy who done that? I smoke the green herb, the sticky sticky oh, yeah, herb. It grow in the earth. That's the same guy. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that's okay, the same so guy. Sam Hyde wins. <laughs> um, no, um... I didn't want to help him, but I just wanted so just so your head was clear. That was all. It's on the edge. It's on the edge. Like I, I that stuff's funny. The I smoke the herb. It is a the herb, and then he kicks the fan. Is genuinely that's obviously hilarious. That's what I was just. Uh, the only point I'm trying to make is you do find him funny. But I find bits of him funny. But like the mass shooting thing, that is, that's a bit much for me. I don't think that's him. That's, like, not, oh, him. that's not him. That isn't actually him. That's his. That to be fair, his fans are pretty horrific. Like, I will agree, his fans can be pretty horrific. I not a big fan of his fans but he he, i think he's very funny fair here's the thing ksi is youtube incarnate and sam hyde is 4chan incarnate (laughs) yeah like that is is what they are he is 4chan incarnate and that is difficult for me because like again this is such a fucking long episode for a i didn't even know what an internet personality was and we're two hours in almost (laughs) <laughs> the trouble is it's like I 
I really respect 4chan's like we can say what we want, we can do what we want mm. within like not even within reason, within like they push things to the very edge of like yeah, what is what is morally appropriate like of like what we all as humans decide is the line and even sometimes then they cross it Mm. and like it's difficult because i don't know which way to go with it do you go with someone who is objectively has made the most out of internet fame more than anyone other than maybe like pop stars and musicians like you know justin bieber i guess mm, you could say justin bieber, he, yeah. he, he started out on the internet but he Arctic started out Monkeys. he didn't stay on the internet i I've, i i was thinking about those guys but i don't think they're internet personalities because they as soon as they could they dropped the internet well i would i would say that maybe the smoking gun because i think ksi like i said earlier i think he's just a, he's just a strap celebrity at this point he's not even an internet celebrity like he's transcended. He he performs at Reading now. Like internet celebrities True. don't perform. He does at his Reading. music there, but he's still on YouTube every single week with the sidemen, not his own stuff. Like he's yeah, he's now more man. known as just a regular ass celebrity now. Like he sort of transcended the internet. Whereas I'd say Sam Hyde is kind of well, sort of forced to be on the internet because he's on blacklisted. <laughs> but still, but still, yeah, yeah, I understand. I'm really stumped. I'm really stumped. Well, you got to pick, mate. <laughs> Time's fucking running out. <laughs> Do you know what? It's it's the it's the Ganja Herb video. That's what swayed it. I think Sam Hyde wins. I think Vinny, you made a really good point, and I and I think I want to encourage more good points at the end. I think sometimes we just do our little bits and then we go over to you. But I like it when you you know you go for each other a little bit. Unfortunately, joking, hang on, no, he's actually serious. You actually doing you actually doing this seriously? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, Michael, you didn't have the eye of the tiger. You didn't. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. He's out of there. He's gone. <laughs> okay, well, you know, I guess I'll just wrap up without him. Um, oh, he's back. I finished? What I was just saying was, I think, unfortunately, Vinny made a very good point right there at the end, which swayed me, which is that I don't think KSI is an internet personality anymore. And I think we said personality, not celebrity. We didn't say who's the most famous. We said, in my mind, I think Sam Hyde encompasses more of the internet. He is more internet-y. He is more of an internet figure. Whereas everything you said that was positive about KSI, which there is a lot to say, and I don't, you know... I know I said he was a dick, but I do think he's a very shrewd businessman. I think he's probably a very nice guy. But those things were not based on the internet. They were based on, you know, it's really impressive that he's sold an energy drink because he's transferred over into the real into real life. Like, he's selling a commodity. Not a commodity, but it is a kind of thing. He's selling a commodity. He's selling a good He's no longer just selling... It's not like he's selling merch. He's he's launched a brand. The boxing thing, again, really clever. Really, really clever. But... Just pick just pick, just pick, pick the school shooter. Well, he's not a school shooter, <laughs> is he? That's the thing. And, and also, that video is really funny. <laughs> You're picking him because of Ganja Sticky Herb. Smoke the herb. Smoke the OP herb. It's not even that funny. Like, when you actually think about it, it's not even that funny. It's so funny. I haven't laughed at something KSI's done since I was 14. Mate, yeah. that is... 
we got that's not objectivity, bro. What but, about Prime? A billion? Has Sam Hyde sold a billion bottles of anything? No. no. But that's not what makes you a great internet personality. Man, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> but you know, as Sherlock said, "Don't you fucking rub salt <laughs> in my wounds, you little cunt." <laughs> as Sherlock Holmes said. That the famous detective, not superhero, revenge. Revenge said. is a dish best served cold. No, he didn't say that. No, he didn't. No, as Sherlock <laughs> said, "Thanks for listening to this episode of Goats." Um, it's told been. You, a- didn't he? I told you, didn't I? I? Told you. What? What I did you tell you. him? I, t- I told you he'd fucking hate Kerr, so I didn't know, mate. <laughs> well, then why'd you pick him? Because <laughs> he's the best. <laughs> This was all a ruse. I was just trying to get you to say KSI's the greatest internet person. So you love KSI. You fucking failed, didn't you? I hate KSI. This is the thing. I'm going to kill myself. Well, don't do that. Um, (laughs) Well done, Sam. I just, look, I I think he's a a, a bit of a knob. Yeah, he is a bit of a knob. I think Sam is a massive knob, but that video is really funny. Look, as Sherlock Holmes once said, thank you very much for listening to this episode of Goats. Uh, sorry it's three and a half hours long, but it turns out there's a lot to chat about about people on the internet who have done silly stuff. Yeah. Listen to the old episodes. Listen to the new ones. Don't say any of us did a school shooting. Don't gaslight us. Don't gaslight us. Don't gaslight anyone. Try, just try and be nice to people. Just try your best. Yeah, but we're not nice to each other. And that's why but that's our way nice of showing affection. Seb, you're the biggest cunt I've ever met. <laughs> Fuck off, Walk. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm means really I love tired. you. <laughs> that means I love you. I'm, I'm tired of Robbie. <laughs> I'm, tired. <laughs> I'm tired, Robbie. <laughs> and on that note, I think it's probably best we end this show. Love you, bye. Love you very much. Goodbye. Love you, bye. KSI's the real goat. Love you, bye. Good God. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.